Welcome to Women Leading the Way radio show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations, and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Michelle Farrell, and your host for Michelle Knows Money. Today, our topic is International Women's Day and the Women's Symposium of Southern California. And I am proud to introduce our leading lady, Mara Feinberg-Cuck, the founder and president of the Women's Symposium of Southern California. Good morning, Mara. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you having us, uh, having me on your show this morning. Michelle Farrell with Financial Architects. I'm very gracious and honored. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and I am so glad to have you on the show today. Um, as as my listeners know, that um, empowering women um, with financial literacy is my life passion. And so when we got together. Um, it was just, you know, it's like two peas in a pod with our, our um, you know, with our mission. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Mara, and um, a little bit about the Women's Symposium in California. Well, thank you so much. I, uh, my background, I'm a certified financial plan, planner and practicing professional for over 18 years. Um, similar to you, dealing with holistic, personalized strategies on helping my clients best navigate the financial landscape and helping them preserve their interests. So um, providing all the facts up front, followed by custom implementation. I do have background in retail institutional and retirement plans for business owners. And um, over the years have been a featured guest speaker with several nonprofits and educational seminars relating to investment planning. Um, over the years, you know, the financial services industry is male-dominated, and the needle hasn't moved much in, uh, in my career, meaning there hasn't been more female financial advisors, yet more and more clients as women are, you know, empowered to manage their finances, take ownership of business and real estate, inherit, you know, their parents' retirement accounts. Um, I've seen a need not just with my peers but with my clients that um, there's a disconnect between money and confidence right now. Um, and if we can get education out there for women to utilize resources and, as you say, utilize their full money power and just um, make better decisions for themselves and their families, then we can have success across the board empowering women um, to do the right decisions, whether it's investing, insurance needs, uh, tax planning, budget planning, et cetera. It's been a real, real, um, it's been really rewarding because in 2014, I went to a Barron's Top Female Advisory Conference and 
there was a call to action to take steps in our communities um, because there are not a lot of female financial leaders um, coast to coast. And so you and I met through our grassroots endeavor a few years ago, and I thank you wholeheartedly for being a pro bono program participant to the Women's Symposium. I believe that was in 2018 or 19. Um, so we've been around a few years. The Women's Symposium of Southern California is a nonprofit 501c3 started by a um, few handfuls of ladies that thought it was imperative to have conversations around financial literacy, leveling up, team career awareness, and gender parity on all levels. And so historically, once a year, we've all convened around International Women's Day to celebrate the achievements of women, to look at the trends, and to look at the best practices and help each other grow and elevate the community as a whole. It's been so rewarding. That's awesome. You're doing amazing work, Mara, and I am blessed and um, grateful to have met you and to be part of the, the Women's Symposium family now. Um, so why, you know, why did you pick International Women's Day? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could kind of figure out why, where you're going with this, but why was it so important to link your, your cause to International Women's Day, which today we are celebrating on March 8th. So happy International Women's Day to everybody, not only the women out there, but also to the men, because without, you know, without men, they, we need their support too, to be able to break these class ceilings and get the education out there. Um, so why was it so important for you to, to tie the two together? Well, you know, um, International Women's Day is, is uh, again, about celebrating and honoring achievements of women throughout history and across the globe. And it's typically a day for women from all different backgrounds and cultures to, to really band together to fight for gender parity and women's rights. And what better day to align a women's discussion about financial empowerment and STEAM careers than International Women's Day. Um, this year and today is International Women's Day. It is every year on March 8th. Whoop, whoop, raise the roof. Happy International Women's Day, y'all. Uh, but before we start celebrating all of that, we also want to continue to recognize all those influential female figures in our own life and take a look back at the fascinating history that is behind this special day, including why it's celebrated. So um, I believe many years ago it started in Germany and then about 100 years ago in New York, there was a band of women from the garment district that were laboring together for women's rights and took to the streets in a march. And so you may find that theme throughout the country. We may see some women's marching on this day. And, and that's pretty much where it started. Gender parity is, is really a statistical measure that compares women and men through their different income, maybe education level, the hours that they actually might work amongst other points. And this is a real sociological metric that helps researchers understand how society is progressing or regressing in certain areas. So um, looking at International Women's Day and gender parity is also an important tool for policymakers as they, they aim towards gender equality, um, you know, when, when making decisions. So um, it's, it's very exciting times, and you'll see lots of celebrations around that today. 
That's awesome. I, I love the fact that you, you have it kind of anchored around a specific date. Um, so now anytime I, I even hear International Women's Day, I automatically think of the Women's Symposium of Southern California and vice versa. Um, so it's, it's really, really awesome to have those two linked. And, um, you know, I think we had in 2020 a fairly good, you know, um, breakthrough with um, uh, Kamala Harris, you know, first woman VP in the White House. Um, you know, in the sports world, there are the first uh, women's general manager in baseball um, uh, has been, you know, has been hired, and we've got several coaches now on the sidelines. Um, and so, but the one place is, as women are breaking these barriers, is making sure they're educated and empowered, because or I'm sure you could relate to this, is when women aren't educated and don't feel confident about money, they're not making any decisions about money. And that's one of the worst things that you could do is not make a decision. Um, so that's really, really awesome. Now, I know last Friday, you um, every Friday leading into International Women's Day, you um, host the symposium. Um, and I know this year was an amazing one. Uh, we were trying to get you on the show, so um, but we just missed it. Tell us some of the highlights. What are some of the speakers, and what was kind of the feel of the symposium you had this last Friday? It was rather special, unique, and fun. It was um, pretty cool. We opened. Uh, it was around 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 1 p.m., and we had participants logging in from coast to coast, literally. Uh, our our uh, MC was Evelyn Zolan, um, and she is a powerhouse of a financial advisor who had a background working for Vanguard Group, uh, who also um, was in the military, and she was amazing, let down her guard and shared some personal stories about divorce and starting her business. Uh, but even prior to that, what was really historical and exciting was we kicked off, I should have started with this, the Women's Symposium of Southern California with the Pledge of Allegiance, which was rather new for us. But uh, the reason why we did that was the Eagle Scouts, uh, we had Laura and Fiona from the Western L.A. County Council Scouts DSA program, Troop 88, in their first inaugural female class of 2021 representing nearly a 1,000 women receiving the honor of distinction in the Boy Scouts of America's 111-year history. And these women were, were the first Eagle Scouts, and, and, and they led our group in the Pledge of Allegiance, and it was so empowering and inspiring to just see what our future um, will be and, and wh where we've come. Yeah, we also, uh, so, so we have the Pledge of Allegiance, Evelyn Zolan. I kicked off recognizing our 2020 program and, and how that kind of evolved through COVID. And right into our keynote speaker, who was Jen Auerbach, who was chair and head of um, strategic partnerships, a senior leader at Merrill Lynch, a Bank of America company. And everyone really adored her. Um, can I say authentic to the T? I mean, 
I could not find a more beautiful woman wearing almost no, no makeup and being so authentic with her story as a new mom and talking about the challenges that even if you have a plan, we need to be flexible and purposeful because life always throws curveballs at us. And um, I would say men and women of all ages really enjoyed, enjoyed her, her talk. And then we went into um, different breakout sessions around financial literacy, finding your purpose, pivoting in the virtual world. And we had a couple glitches in the tech, but eventually all the sessions rolled out, and there were dynamic conversations led with our pro bono professionals. And that lasted for about an hour and a half, there were about 30-minute breakout sessions, and it was open so our attendees can choose different ones. And breaks in between where there was virtual uh, blind networking, which was really cool, our uh, exhibitors, um, and so forth. And we had a couple of glitches in, in the exhibitor booth, but that's to be expected with our first um, online event, and we're excited to make all that um, in good order going forward. And then we brought everyone back to the main stage where we had a really dynamic um, award ceremony. It was the second year that Women's Symposium of Southern California has honored women in our community furthering the mission. We honored three fantastic Purple Diamond Award women. Winners, we had Trinka Rosell, Shelly Horvath, and Leanne Candidate. And these women were really vibrant, influential, and purposeful women that have donated so many service hours to uplifting women in, in finance and STEAM, as well as overall gender parity. And so that was really neat. We had uh, Stacey Mungo of the 5th District in Long Beach Council Women, Stacey Mungo, present to two of our awardees. And we had President Jared Tanamoto of the Financial Planning Association of Orange County present to Leanne Candidate. He was also um, one of our, well, the Financial Planning Association of Orange County is a community partner. And, um, and they also helped run our tech in the background. So that was lovely. And then we closed with a fantastic um, LinkedIn sensation, Anna Oaks, our closing keynote speaker, who was dynamic and, and really impressed folks talking about, you know, entrepreneurship, those that have the entrepreneurial spirit but might be working for someone else and really finding your new purpose in life and matching your quilt work with those things in life that make sense for you. And so many people left empowered, and uh, our evaluations will be sending a another round out this week. But um, you know, from one to five, we were we were close to all fives, and you know, just seeing if women would attend or and men, we had about ninety two percent women attendance on Friday, um, and our men would they come back for a virtual symposium again and. Uh, most people said yes, and we had a few maybes, and so we, that was really telling. So I do think that people want more symposium, more dynamic conversations, and so our next symposium annually will be next year on Friday, March 4th, save the date, 2022, and we're hoping to maybe spin off a couple mini symposiums before that, so stay tuned. Awesome, Mara. Before we get into the future of uh, Women's Symposium, I want to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors. 
Thank you, Michelle. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. Our mission at Microsoft is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. We believe technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now, Michelle, back to your show. Thank you, um, and we appreciate all of our sponsors as well. Tomorrow, we learned a little bit about the history of International Women's Day and the Women's Symposium of Southern California. Now, what does the future look like for the Women's Symposium of Southern California? Well, it, it's really neat because uh, we have so many pro bono program participants Um who were essentially recruited uh, based on their credentials and history and hand-selected by our program committee to ensure that our attendees have a fabulous experience and walk away motivated and armed with actionable tools to change their lives. And so um, what we need is is, um, actually a few more volunteers, so shout out if anyone would like to get into task-oriented health planning program. But we are planning to grow our program. Uh, We have indication that our followers and members want many symposiums year-round to keep that uplifting heartbeat and to have a women's community that they feel comfortable with sharing ideas and asking ideas from all different backgrounds. Um, And with that being said, we are hoping to get some grants, uh, looking at some grant writing, so that we can grow uh, not just programs, but eventually long-term women's symposium as a national conference and also creating local mentorship programs with some of our community partners and program participants. There is a huge need for mentorship with women in transition between different sectors, um, different jobs. I mean, we might know sales, but we might not know sales and technology. We might not know sales in healthcare, but we might know, um, you know, the sales at the restaurant that just closed. And so we can take those applicable skills and through mentorship maybe learn um, something else that, that might bring passion to our lives that we're comfortable with that we can make a living on. Um, so I'm really excited to grow the awareness grow our followers, grow our our program participants, as well as our community partners, grants, and eventually uh, mentorship programs. So really exciting. That's really awesome. So what I'm hearing, Mara, is that you don't need to be a financial planner or financial advisor to be part of um, and a volunteer for the Women's Symposium. You're really looking for volunteers from anyone who could be a grant writer, anybody who's been successful in business, to people who know how to plan an event or make phone calls. So anybody that looks and is passionate about just empowering women and want to get involved at a grassroots level would be, um, would be a perfect fit for this organization. Absolutely. And, you know, I I think you said it with your last sponsor and Microsoft. There were, and Microsoft was one of them. There are 
37 companies in the S&P that took oath last month and said, we want to invest in diversity. We think it's important that our products are made by a diverse group of people, and they have uh, committed to hiring, training, and diversifying their workforce over the next 10 years. Technology is way too important for women to be excluded from its development and use. And right now, um, Nikki Darden from the head of global markets at Citibank even said, we're in a moment right now where quick and decisive action is receiving positive reinforcement. Um, And so I think it's carpe diem for women. There's going to be so much, um, you know, we, we can claim this, we can do this. And any workplace that fails to harness the energy and creativity of its women is really at a huge disadvantage in the modern world today. And I think we had talked about sports, too, and loving all of that sports primes women and girls to lead, not only just in track and field, but in every aspect of life. And it's just, it's just so great um, what's been happening. So I don't know if I answered your question. I went off on a very passionate tangent. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's okay. That's what I that's one of the things I love about you, Mara, is that you are so passionate about it. So if somebody's listening to this and they've caught your passion, how do they reach out to you and get involved with your organization? Absolutely. Well, go ahead and visit our website and you can submit an email or interest indication to follow us. And the website is uh, www wsocal.org that's w-s-s-o-d-a-l dot o-r-g you can also email me directly at women's symposium at outlook.com that's a double s in the middle women's symposium at outlook.com and uh, yeah just reach out and would love to uh, collaborate on how you can participate and share it in the movement of uplifting women together in the community. Um, I mean, the rise of women does not equate to the fall of men, and I feel we need to get that out there. It's a huge community growth, and everyone's welcome to participate in Women's Symposium and, uh, and come level up with us, so... No, that's that's great. Even here at the Connected Women of Influence, we have our dedicated dudes uh, that recognize that empowering women means that we're empowering society as a whole. You know, we're and we're empowering our daughters and our nieces and our um, our sisters and our mothers. It doesn't mean that we're necessarily wanting to keep um, you know m- men down, um, but it's really just empowering and making our society collectively better as a whole. And that's one of the things that I love about not only Connected Women of Influence, but also Women's Symposium, is that it is a full community grassroots outreach program. Um, So kind of going on to the community, you said that you were looking at doing some like mini symposiums throughout the year. what like what were what would be some of the things that you would be looking um, and I'm totally putting you on the spot um, that you would want to do mid year um, so that way you know or would you be willing to take feedback from some of the participants and the listeners about what they may want um, women's symposium to bring forward um, in the upcoming months and years? 
Yeah, please collect indications. Uh, I know Financial Architects, CWI, Michelle Berquist, everyone is part of this movement. And so if you have a connection and you'd like to see or be involved, reach out to any of us. And it, the, the more that's involved, the, the more we can morph where it needs to go. Um, I really think that financial empowerment is the new feminism. Um, the world. The, the world's women of 2020 trends and statistics noted in, in uh, United Nations that was updated last October. Less than 50% of working age women are in the labor market right now. And that has barely been unchanged um, over the last century. And that's okay. You know, there's a great place at home for women as well. Um, there's a lot of unpaid domestic care work that falls disproportionately on women. Um, and restraining their economic potential as the COVID-19 pandemic additionally affects women's jobs and livelihoods. So progress in achieving gender parity in all spheres, political, public, remains pretty slow. And so it, it, we really rely on grassroots movements um, right now. The population patterns and changes in family composition really affects lives of women and, and men throughout the world. And so... Um, in terms of financial empowerment for women, it's an opportunity for us to make big strides together in effort to address these larger, you know, societal issues uh, such as inequality and justice, reproductive rights, poverty, domestic issues like financial abuse, um, as well as, you know, we can even get into to domestic abuse directly, but, um, you know, there's, it's estimated that 46% of women are really not too confident or not confident at all about their ability to live comfortably at retirement. And that's compared to about the 31% of men who feel the same way. So, you know, we need to have more talk and dialogue on widows, women in transition, the newly married, divorcees. Uh, women looking at transitioning to entitlements such as Social Security and health care. Um, I think we need to look at budgeting. I think we need to look at investing 101. I think we need to look at investing 202 for those women already on the ladder that need to take it to the next step in tax planning, technical uh, investment, portfolio management, and so forth. So there is a lot to be had in I am happy to get as specific as, as our audience wants us to get, and we are happy to take it wherever our program volunteers come from as well. That's awesome, Mara. Yeah, just for myself personally, you know, I, um, my listeners may or may not know, but my mom was personally affected. She didn't have anybody to educate and empower her um, along the way. My dad died. Um, she was a stay-at-home mom was just getting into the workforce. Um, he passed away with no life insurance. Um, they had some investments, but she didn't know anything about, um, you know, what what was the difference between a mutual fund and a bond. And, and she basically, long story short, retired with $10,000 in her 401k. And that's where, you know, that's when I decided my second career was going to be in financial planning um, because women are so much more greatly affected when life events happen. You know, women tend to live longer. They have longer life expectancies. They tend to work less because of childbirth, taking care 
of, you know, the children at home. They take care of, you know, their parents or their siblings when they get sick and for long-term care um, events that happen in their lifetime. They have to save more because they live longer, so their money has to last longer. And so looking at all of these plus all of the other things, you know, on a, on a global um, scale just really reemphasizes how important your mission and the mission of Women's Symposium Southern California is. It's, um, it, it really, I, I really believe that, you know, we don't have a literacy problem, we have a financial literacy problem. And if we're not willing to unlearn the bad behaviors that we learned from our parents and generations before us that we're just setting up for the generation behind us to fall into the same mistakes that we did. Um, you know, it wasn't until I was 40 that I started learning a new, a new mindset around money. And so I think this kind of work is so vitally important um, to, to allowing our society grow as we all this past year has really shown us how much as a society we want to grow and how we want to make some changes. So uh, I appreciate you coming on the show today, Mara. You have an amazing organization um, with the Women's Symposium of Southern California. Um, I'd like to say thank you for being our leading lady today. And a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the United States and internationally, as we are an international show. We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio Show Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time or Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening and have a great week. And let's go empower and educate somebody about money today. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.